This episode is one of six podcast episodes dedicated in loving memory of my late father, Iman Sibanda, a father, a teacher, an inspiration, and a legend. Rest in eternal peace, big man. Love and miss you always. Potent forever. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I am your host, Takura, and today I am joined by an exciting guest. He's an upcoming musical artist, producer, and entrepreneur. You may already know some of his popular songs, such as People's Champ, Genesis, and Back and Forth. I'm really excited to welcome the Chief to the show. Thank you for joining, bro. What's up? What's up? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Brian. You know, it's, it's an honor to have you on the show. Obviously, like seeing what you've done on the music side and also in the community as well. Obviously, like promote the importance of, of Black lives and equality across every race and background. So you know, obviously, kudos to you for that. And obviously, I'm a big fan as well of the music. Appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. The honor's mine. I'm, I'm on your platform. The honor's mine. I appreciate that. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man, uh, glad to have you. And, you know, we'll, we'll jump straight into it, bro. And uh, to break into, like, as an icebreaker, can you tell our listeners, obviously, a, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you're currently doing, and what you get up to in your free time? Well, I was I was born in England, South London, but my roots are um, DRC, the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. That's where, that's where I'm from. And I was raised in South London, went to school in South London. Then I came up to Teesside, Middlesbrough for university, September 2016, then... Pretty much from then, I've kind of just been hanging around here since then and then really kind of using opportunity up here to, to try to bring something that I felt like maybe wasn't on, wasn't in Middlesbrough. And for me, it was nice escape from like being in South London. It's all just rowdy. Things are always going on where over here to me is just more peaceful. I can kind of think about making moves that, that are positive without feeling like I'll get distracted by the usual distractions in, in South London. So that's kind of like my upbringing, how I got to Teesside, Middlesbrough area. And then, yeah, through that, I just, I've always been interested in certain things, such as music, always, I've always been the type of person just to want to do things with people. Like, I don't really like doing things myself. I, I, don't, I don't feel no glory in that. I don't see the point of it. Like, you're just celebrating on your own. So, for me, it's always, I've always been trying to build teams, build things. I've tried many times to set up, like, musical movements. So, right now, I've got something going on called The 100, which is, is more than music. To me, I, I, I represent that as, like, as life. So, The 100 is, like, you put 100 in. You get 100 out, you get what you give. It was all these type of like slogans, if you want to say, like just things we kind of stick to. And then through that, I've got Lethal Records, which is the music label that I started. And we've got music artists on that. And then also just doing just many different things, many different things. So we can, we can break that down. But yeah, in summary, that's, that's kind of a bit of myself. Yeah. Awesome, man. And that's, you know, an in-depth and, and obviously well-structured intro as well, bro. Like, I, I really like the fact, you know, you've, you inherited your, your roots. And obviously you came from, from London, 
obviously you came up to Teesside obviously because obviously you said it's a peaceful area and obviously looking to make bigger and better moves as well and and I can see you're, you're doing that and I agree on what you said about you know being a team player and you know sometimes you know doing things on your own it's, it's not satisfying and when you're working with other people and pushing each other you know there's that synergy and there's that energy and that motivation to obviously when you succeed obviously you've got a team around you and you're celebrating together and it's not just by yourself which is wonderful to hear bro and obviously like on on the music side man you know i can really see obviously for me like i've I've seen like a lot of your your releases and the hundred as well you know like i said a couple of my favorites on there genesis back and forth i think even before that people's champ like when i came across the song i was like wow this is you know and it's it's undiscovered sound that people need to you know need to look into obviously because you know you you really find a lot of really good talent you know out there when it's underground or it's undiscovered and we're not used to the whole like standard stuff that we find you know being released in the industry and stuff and it sets you apart because of you're doing something different and you're not conforming to the narrative the norm as well so it's, it, it really makes you stand out and i really like that man i appreciate that you know the funny story with people's champ is that like because because i've been doing music for so many years like people's champ to me is the point where i felt like the confidence was in me now like i've always felt like i was kind of confident but a bit shy at the same time but people's champ is when i was like yeah now i'm ready like because before that video i hadn't released a video in like two years but i had put stuff in like a couple like streaming platforms i wasn't really taking it seriously at the time i thought i was looking back as like i wasn't so when people's champ came and then i did the video for that a couple of people in the video even till now like i'll still kind of go back to the video for me it's like a cool moment like i had a couple of people to come together did people's chat and it's funny now that when i released newer things it's like they, they'll say yeah that was hard but that people's chat one was crazy like everyone still reacted to people's chat was like oh you guys really like people's chat <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I think, I think, you know, that was, like you said, obviously, that was your marker to say that I'm ready. And I think, you know, it's it's really shown in the song as well. So, you know, that was, I think it's one of my favorites, man. You know, it's it's, it's in my favorite playlist on my phone. You know, if, appreciate that. Appreciate that. If, if you can manage at some point to get it on Spotify, man, that would be amazing as well. Cause yeah, you know, you know, the problem with these, these songs, because the beat, the instrumental is not, uh, it's like a, it came from a YouTube beat, right? So with, with those type of stuff, it's a bit harder to clear it on the streaming platforms. The plan really is because I also make beats and all this as well. Like I got, I got like a team, we make beats. It was to do the one that's kind of come from like a YouTube beat. And then really the plan was have that one there on YouTube. Yeah. And then everything else kind of, that's when I started doing my own thing. But that one's there so that if people did want to hear me, where it's not like an instrumental I did or one of my people, they got people's champ. And it's good. I'm glad I knocked that out of the park because they can always go back to that. Exactly, and get and get that reminder that Chief Mania is coming for you, yeah. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Even till now, like when I talk to you, a lot of people missed all the punchlines that was happening in there. It's just interesting, like to hear people talk about. It. And I asked, them, "Did you catch that?" But they would be like, "What? No, I didn't even know." I was like, "Yeah, see, you have to listen. You have to listen." Exactly, man. That whole song there, there's like there's like twenty twenty five punchlines in there. <laughs> exactly man exactly and, 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 and you know it's it's really like it's set a good platform for you and obviously you've built upon that you know you've shown that proactivity on that and you know it's, it's really really exciting to see where you've got things now and obviously where you're going as well so you know on the, I, I think obviously before we go we get into the next question man you know wh- where can people find like you know your music your ig your twitter my all my socials are the same uh, the chief lethal that's my social snapchat twitter instagram 
the Chief Lethal. YouTube is the Chief. I've got a YouTube channel there. The Chief. I've got an EP that's out, a new EP that came out. The Chief Presents the 100. That's on Spotify, all under the Chief. Yeah, if, if stuck on finding links and stuff like on my Instagram or Snapchat, that the links are always in the bio. People can always message. I'm always the type of person. I want to reply to people that message just to show love. So, yeah. Worst case scenario, people get lost in finding the link. Just message the Chief Lethal on any of the socials. Exactly, exactly, man. And I'm pretty sure, obviously, I'll put the, the links as well in the bio for this episode as well. So at least, you know, people, definitely people won't get lost. And I encourage all of the listeners to go check out The Chief. You know, he's got some real bangers out there that, you know, you, you're, you're going to enjoy. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question, man. Obviously, this is this one, obviously, it gets at the heartstrings a bit. But what would you say are your passions, right? And what do you love most about them? And I know music is one of them, but, you know, it's, it's your chance to say all the other passions you have as well, including music. That's that's, that's not music. I uh, Like including, so you've got music and then any other passion that you have on top of it. Oh, okay, yeah. like So, like, football and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so football, football's one of mine. Support Manchester United. We just had a we just had a hard game there, but it's football, I'm real interested in football. I still kinda of dibble in and out of like wrestling and things like that. Like I've always been into it for some reason. I still watch like UFC boxing, I'm just into those type of stuff. Basketball here and there. Then I'm interested in like I have weird little hobbies, like I can draw, like I could draw really well. So sometimes like I just get my book and just start drawing. I really, I'm really into like films and stuff, so I, I write scripts. I'm writing scripts now. I've got like a short film I'm writing, which is I'm due to probably shoot before the end of this year. And I actually got a short film out that I did last year. Tomorrow could be better. That's on my YouTube channel. Many things with me, like I don't know why it is. Once I get into something, like I just fall straight in. Like I delve that straight in. I want to know everything about what I'm interested in. Because my whole thing is like, if I want to get into music, I don't want to be blindsided by nothing. So I want to know exactly what happens in the industry. Same thing with football. Like, I know so much about football at Man United that you'd be surprised. Same thing with wrestling. Kind of going into art, reading more books now. It's just there's, there's a lot of things that I'm just trying to do. Yeah, and, and right now I'm kind of more focused on my faith because I reverted to Islam. So it's kind of studying the Quran and, and just understanding my faith properly and just following that. Absolutely, man. And you know, I, I like how you once you make a decision, right? You you go you go into it, and you, you know you're not in two minds about it. You go straight in. You you commit to it. You give it your everything, man. Your your infinite, man. I don't think hundred would be enough. Like I think your infinite is the number because obviously you're giving you're giving it all you got. And I I really respect that, man. And you know, I, I like how you're also breaking into like short films as well, and that can also complement the music. So that's going to be really really exciting to see as things go forward. And you know, on the Football side, you know, uh, you support United, I support City. You know, we're rivals, but obviously you support Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how how long have you supported them? Me since two thousand and eight. That's when I started high school. Because obviously, I went to high school in Zimbabwe, in it. So when I went to boarding school, that's when I started watching like City. Yeah. And that's when I started following them. And obviously, I think that, that was just, it was a bit of a weird timing because, you know, there was investment from Thai people, then they pulled out and then obviously the guys from the UAE came in and then obviously that's when things started changing. So, yeah, it was a madness, man. Like, you know, watching watching the team and going back through the, like, you know, history and understanding how the team actually, you know, structured how they were, how they performed early 90s, 2000s, mid, you know, 2010s and all that stuff. Rather, I think there was some stressful times man you know when Demichelis was in the back four and that obviously shout out to Martin Demichelis but you know that guy I think you know you know when 
you know when good players are past their prime and then they come into an intense league I think you know it, it really shows and I'm hoping you know uh, obviously me, me, it's, all, it's all up for me man I hope you know Cavani can hack it and any other player who decides to join I, I know that, you know there's a lot of people like Glenn Murray and stuff that really good ballers man but obviously they're not getting game time but you know I think that, you know he's proven that he can I think he's around 37 38 now but he can still play football at top flight level so yeah it's one of those now football's just in a funny place right now where I feel like it's just it's just a big business yeah like a lot of people just making moves just to I don't know just to get money like you'll see someone's just popping off one day and then 80 million to the next team and then they kind of flop over there end up moving for like 10 mil and it's just like this hold on that guy was just like a 70 million flop but they don't really talk about it but that's why right now Man City teams like Man City the reason why I find Man City funny is because like I would always say they bought their trophy <laughs> Like, they bought it, and then right now it's funny because I'm watching Man City now, and I'm finally seeing it. Like, they're, they're cracking because all their kind of class people are just vanished. Like, they're not even around. I don't know where they are. They're cracking, and I don't know. So, it's interesting to see how they manage. De Bruyne is, like, the last one left. The De Bruyne and Kyle Walker's holding it down. After that, I, I don't really know. Your, your team's going to have a hard one. Your team's going to have a hard one. I, I probably, I'll probably say the, the opposite because uh, I'm actually excited to see where the team goes because I think De Bruyne, I think De Bruyne was still, was still yet to get the best out of De Bruyne and he's probably going to be there for the rest. I'm hoping the rest of his career. And obviously Bernardo, you know, you know how injuries are, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. Did you see what Leicester did to you guys though? Oh, no, yeah, we've got done, man. We've got done. Left, right, and center. I know, like, to me, that was a shame because I saw Man City, like, it looked like they really tried. Mm. Like, they did, they did. I give you guys that they tried, but Leicester, I don't know, like, what they did was naughty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think, you know, that's the Premier League, man, because obviously, like, I think this match day, but by the time this episode comes out, like, that match day would be. This match they would have been like ages ago. Yeah, yeah, word. But like Leicester got clobbered by West Ham 3-0 at home as well. So Yeah, that's what's weird. I'm thinking what? It's a bit of a tricky one, bro. It's a bit of a tricky The Premier League is funny. You go from winning 5-0 against the bigger team to losing against the team that's in the relegation zone 2-1. It's like, what happened? Yeah, I guess that's the beauty of the league, man. That's the beauty yeah. of the league. It's not predictable and that that's the beauty about it, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we, we, we jump back onto, onto, onto the podcast and obviously like, you know, you know, moving on to like inspirations and stuff. And obviously you've got into music, you've got an inspiration for drawing and, you know, to your into sports as well. But who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? Oh, uh, musically or just as like normal? Uh, for everything, if you've got. Who's inspired me? I get inspiration for so many different things. I would say the main the main ones kind of start from the music because that was the main focus. So like I'm inspired by guys like Tupac, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. But what I do is like I take I get inspiration from little things from each of them because especially going into like music, I always said to myself that I, if I'm doing music, I want to know how to do the whole thing because who said I couldn't learn how to do all of it? So in terms of like the rapping side, I would get inspired by like understanding I understand like the technicals, what's needed in rapping. So you've got the melody side where I appreciate guys like 50 Cent who came in with like kind of like hard lyrics, but kind of um, put a bit of melody to it. And then I appreciate guys like Tupac who's got that raw rap and Ice Cube, guys like that. There's Snoop Dogg who's kind of come with like a different flow, like a slow flow. Biggie, he's got his whole different flow. In terms of music, it just goes everywhere. Just I take inspiration from everything. I kind of add it to what I've got going on. Kind of built, it's like building the most, the super musician. Like I just take inspiration from everyone. Even stuff I think is rubbish. Like I'll hear the thing is rubbish and try to hear the good in it. I think, okay, that's what I shouldn't do. And this is what I should do. 
try it, see if it works, and then, yeah, but then going into, like, life as a whole, a lot of these guys, like, Tupac and stuff, I like listening to their interviews, I like listening to interviews because I want to hear the person, so sometimes, like, I like your music because I like the person that's talking and kind of follow what they're saying, it's like, yeah, this is someone that has principles, so growing up was just, it was a lot of that, like, a lot of looking at interviews from people, and a lot of the times, they did kind of come back to, like, musicians, and then, especially, like, reading, you see, of course, you've got the, the, the normal, what you would say, like, black people, inspirational, you know, like, the Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, you go like I take I take it from all of that, and then it's just yeah, just anyone that's kind of like a notable, respectable black figure. I've, I've taken the time to kind of see what they were about. Absolutely, man, and you know I I like I like how you you said that obviously you've mentioned a lot of notable examples, and obviously you you're taking bits and pieces from them, and obviously you're integrating it into how you deliver music yourself, and you know you're you're finding what works, and you're finding new ways of delivering music, and obviously now you're not going to be just one one type of, of, of musician you're gonna be like a multi dimensional type of like Yeah, exactly. Musician you're gonna do raps, then sometimes you're gonna do like you know, if you're gonna do like processing chord, the vocal side and then like acoustics and all that stuff. Obviously I don't I don't know music in depth. Obviously you know in depth but obviously you've you've got all these avenues and obviously you've opened you're now opening yourself up to all of the possibilities, which is really, really good. And I like how, you know, it, it complements what you said yeah earlier. You know, how you, when you go into something, you invest yourself fully so that you understand every aspect and you're not caught blindside, which is very, very, very important as well that, you know, you're not caught out, you're caught blindside, which is really, really important. Exactly. Obviously, I agree with you there, man. Sometimes you just got to listen to somebody. It may not sound as good, but you know, you're taking what you like and what's good in what they've done. And obviously, you're using that obviously to better, like, or you could use it to apply to your your music a little bit or anything else really and you can see that okay i could this person's done this but i found an improvement version of that that i can now give to the next person and say okay try this try that you know what i mean so that's really really good that you're able to obviously make yourself knowledgeable but also make yourself available for people who are interested in learning as well yeah, no, exactly. That's what it's about. For me, it's, it's gaining knowledge and then passing it on to the next person because I feel like right now in the society, like everyone is kind of on a on a me, me, me thing where they don't think about the big picture. Like especially a lot of the people, like we we living in a world that no one cares to find out about. Like it's, it's, I always say to people, like if you look at it in a small scale, imagine I said to you, I come to my house, but you say what's in my house, and I said I couldn't tell you anything that's in there. You would never come. Like <laughs> you'd think you're just walking into something that's crazy. But we're in a, we're in a world that we're not trying to understand. Like that's like it's, the world is like the big house, and we're in it, and we're not really understanding what's going on. So for me right now, it's always research. Research is like my main thing. I always say to people, research, seek knowledge, because there's so much stuff out there that's happening that influence what we're doing, and we're just choosing to ignore it and take what comes. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. And it's about making ourselves more aware. And obviously, I can see as well, like you're also very self-aware of what's going on and your surroundings as well. And you're looking to obviously ensure that you're you're up to date with things and you can accommodate or you can adapt to different scenarios if things were to change. Because you, you've seen that, OK, you may not have anticipated or you can anticipate something that will happen. And if there is a change that happens all suddenly, you're not reactive, you know, you're proactively like, okay, I've seen this before, or this is new to me, but I'm looking to obviously understand it a lot better. And obviously, I find a way of ensuring that the next person who may go through what I've gone through doesn't go through it again, which is really, really important. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll move on to the next question, bro. And obviously, this one as well, also, will get you thinking about some of the positive moments that have happened in your life. And, you know, what, what experiences, you know, would you like to tell our listeners, you know, that have shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people 
Funny thing with that, since young, like anyone, anyone that knows me would tell you, like since young, I've always been like the positive Perry, like just trying to bring the positivity in, because I always know that ninety-five percent of everyone else is just on some negative energy. So if we can at least bring one, two percent in, it might help someone. So since young, I've always just been the person that I read situations and people really well. Like that's one thing I do really well. So we could be in a room and there could be like five people in there, and I could see one person's like feels left out. Whatever, I know how to kind of get them involved without it looking like I try to do that. So like just naturally, I've always that's just what I've always done but in terms of actual experiences like for example recently with the whole Black Lives Matter with the protest it was kind of surprising to me because it's almost like me as a person I almost sounds crazy but it's almost like I lost faith in ourselves like at the beginning where it's like how many times has this happened and then we share it and then we keep it moving so I remember like when I the way the, the first protest happened in Middlesbrough I was on Snapchat and I was in London at the time I was in London for a couple of days and then I made a post on Snapchat just saying that I want to do like a, a meetup on uni campus and at the time when my Snapchat, I don't even have a lot of people on my Snapchat. Maybe 100, maybe 150 at this point. So I said that thinking that maybe 10 people might come. We link outside the library, talk for a bit, and then we keep it moving. And then it started spreading like wildfire to the point where the next day people were sending me that same screenshot saying, like, am I on it to come to it? I'm thinking, yo, like, I did that. Like, I, <laughs> I made that. They're like, wait, what? So people were asking me, am I coming to the thing that I set up? So I was, I was a bit scared because it was random people. So to me, it was like, it went from me thinking it's going to be 10 people to I don't know what's going to happen. So so going there on the day and seeing like the mass amount of people to the point where there's people all the way in the back and I couldn't even see them properly like it was just crazy that was a crazy experience and it just let me show that just go with your gut feeling like if you feel like you want to do something just do it and then since then there's just a lot of things behind the scenes that we're trying to work together on and, and just make things happen and it's good to see that um, progressions are being done so that's like a recent experience for me where I showed that being positive really helps like it really helps Exactly, man. And, you know, uh, and that's the power of, you know, starting something and obviously sticking to it and never giving up. And obviously that's a prime example, man. And, you know, the, the movement itself, you know, we all came together because, you know, all of us were sick and tired of what was happening. And, you know, we really wanted to make our voices heard. And obviously, thank you for setting that one up and the ones that followed after that, because it's really, really important that we have our voices heard. And obviously you've gone out of your way, you know, you've shown a great sense of bravery and courage obviously to set that up and you know to allow people to come forward and say look you know this is what's happening and this is wrong we need to work together to make a change and obviously people have taken like positives from that and obviously gone back into you know let's say go back and gone back to their families or spread the word you know increase information because obviously you know the protests as well were an opportunity for people to become more educated what people were protesting about and that's that's really really important because you know you've managed to set that up and obviously like now people are more knowledgeable there's things obviously it's slowly but surely but obviously things are changing slowly man and obviously it's about us you know sticking to it and, and keeping you know our fists you know you know raised above our heads and you know yelling it even just that a lot of things has really been done especially like because people we did like the protests and then like publicly like there's not really been a lot going on behind the scenes there's been a lot like we've been doing like there's been a lot of progressions happening so that's the beautiful thing and also just saying to people that because even when I first did the protest I didn't really want to call it a protest I was more calling it a gathering because protest it just for me is the idea of going somewhere shouting for me like naturally if you get into a conversation with someone and someone's shouting at you you don't listen properly because you just hear the shouting so my whole point was conversate like intellectual people because if you're shouting the same people that we try to fight against they're going to look at it like look at these rowdy animals look what they're doing whereas if you come from an intellectual approach and actually talk like you you've done your research talk like you actually stand for something talk like 
you could sit in a room with 100 people and say this with a calm manner, even if people are reacting in ways that you don't want them to, you could still show that you could stay calm. That's going to make them look at it like, oh, this is a serious person. Whereas if you just rah-dee-rah, shout and shout, and it's like, look at these angry guys again. It just it helps their stereotype. We need to break the stereotype that they got against us. But we keep getting into these scenarios, and I keep seeing the pattern where someone might do the protest. Even at the protest I set up, like people come to speak, and then they'll do exactly what I thought people would do. Like, would they just start shouting, start doing this? Is like, we've been shouting for 50 years. We've been shouting for 100 years. Like, we, we, we've got to think. Think now. Think. The same techniques has got us to this scenario. We've got to think. Let's really, really strategically get in these places of power. Like, the, the way it works, once again, the reason why I feel like our community, they always come against our communities because we have no real power. Like, that's all it is. Like, if we had real power, they wouldn't say nothing against us. Like, you would never hear, like, for example, white people publicly go against Jews. You would just never. Because that, that's fear. They would fear. But they feel like they can come to us because we don't have real power. And then when we do start getting money, we start doing what they expect us to do, where we take the money, just buy crazy cars, do this, do that, and then just live, like, exactly how they think we would. So, like, we kind of got to break that mold where, hold on a minute, this guy's setting up communities, this guy's doing this in the community, this guy's doing that. And then naturally what they'll even try to do is they just try to destroy characters and we as people I feel I, I see the pattern where anytime someone's trying to do good we don't even get behind it like that but once someone does something crazy it's like we all share it and that, that's like the weird cycle that I see and it's scary because even with, with music and the way I'm trying to share my stuff like when people always say oh I hope you blow to me that they're missing the point like my aim is not to blow off music my aim is just to show an art express it and hope certain people catch it because I know if I wanted to blow I could do exactly what all these other people do which is maybe a, a day before a song drops maybe just go chase someone in the road beat up someone record it act like I'm real tough drop a song the next day it's going to be the craziest thing in the streets they're going to be like yeah this guy look this guy look he's doing this but if you come with some positive stuff they don't really share it they look at it they might message you on the side yo that's dope keep it up but they're not really going to share it because maybe it's not cool like that idea of cool is not that so it's, it's just weird we live in a world where every it's almost like 99 percent of people are hypocrites because i remember even in school like if you see someone that was in the library or doing their work or doing this doing that they were like a nerd they were like a loser and then it was like says who for me it was always like who said that who said that they're a loser for that because from where i'm sitting those are the type of people that get the job done whereas people are slouching around focusing on silly things but they called because of that so to me it was like a catch-22 like that doesn't make no sense and it's just that that same mindset is followed through with everything for some reason where the moment you do some negative stuff, you're cool. The moment you do some positive stuff, you're a loser. So that makes people that do positive stuff not want to do it no more because I see it like, it's like, what am I trying for when the people I'm trying to do something for don't get behind it? But as soon as I, if I started going around clowning, if I started just dissing every single rapper in the game, they'll think I'm the coolest guy in the, in, in the rap scene now. They'll be like, yeah, this guy's serious. But then when something crazy happens now, they'll turn around and say, why did he do that? He shouldn't have did that. Because it's like weird hypocrisy going in 99% of the time. So it's scary. So for me, my mission now is not to blow. For me, it's just catch the couple of real people that that's there. Because I know in the 99% of the of the silliness, there's a 1% that they know what's going on and they're on it. So my aim is to catch them guys and then hopefully we can together do something. And even if maybe we're not the generation that figures it out, maybe what we can do as people with that 1% is when we have our children, we kind of put it in them early. So now it goes from 1% to maybe 3, 4. Then when they have their their children is like a trickle down we trickle it down and then hopefully years later I think we're in, we're in a better place and all of that it just comes from understanding that it doesn't have to be us that makes it all happen people don't have to have this selfish thing where they did it they made it happen 
maybe you might just be the spark for the next person. So that's my whole thing now. Just kind of move right now and hopefully someone can be inspired by that and maybe have some answers for some stuff that I didn't have at the time. And maybe they know at 15 what I didn't know at 15. Then they know at 10 what I didn't know at 10. Then hope I just hope I can just see it. Like if we kind of move like that and stop being more selfish and think we're going to be the ones that figure it out, we can really do some stuff and really help the community and really just come together and do some good stuff to the point where it's almost silly to go against it. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You going to add anything else? Or? No, no, yeah, that, that was it. All right, so so yeah, no, I was gonna I was gonna like add on to that and say you know it it is like you said it's funny how like you know when when somebody's doing something positive or you know something that's to build other people up and elevate you know it doesn't get the same attention as something negative would which is quite peculiar and obviously like what you're doing now is you know we're trying to break that cycle because obviously it's, it's a weird cycle to be in and it's a catch twenty two where you don't really understand why people are doing what they're doing obviously with the sharing of negative things and then asking why that person did that thing you know it's it, it's it's one of those like like you said and you know from like what you said you know from your part and from my part you know we basically you know target and reach out to that one percent and, and work with them because obviously they're the ones that yeah and and they because they see what's happening they understand how things work they can see the value in what we're doing because obviously we're, we're trying to bring other people in we're trying to elevate others we're trying to show the world that you know the the world is still a positive place you know the two of us obviously we're working on you know you're working on the music you know, i'm working on the podcast but the message is like and you highlighted it it's obviously it's not it's not to become big but to you know share you know something that is valuable positive that people can hold on to and use that as motivation obviously to look after themselves better themselves improve their own circumstances and not continue this cycle of of stereotypeness of hypocrisy and all of that like we're looking to break that cycle and show people that look you know somebody focusing on their craft you know investing in themselves it's actually worth a lot more than you know trying to act all bad and big on social media yeah in the long run it doesn't it never adds up like i always see it that a lot of people they they look in the moment whereas when everything happens i kind of think okay if this is happening today where could this go 10 years from now and you can get your answer because everyone is moving right now the same way people was moving 10 15 years ago now if you see where they at right now they're telling people they shouldn't have moved like that like i'm hearing a lot of people 30 35 40 saying that they shouldn't have been moving like that they could have done better da, 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 da. and then what happens is you got a whole new wave of people that didn't exactly what these guys said we shouldn't be doing. So it's just we live in a weird world where no one's listening to people that came before. Like you could really learn a lot just from listening to someone that was in exactly the same field as you five years before and really learn something. But instead, people kind of brag. It's, it's pride and ego. To me, pride and ego is just what's running the world right now. Everyone's just running off pride and ego. Some people don't even know how to maybe take a step back, maybe ask someone for help, maybe ask someone for guidance, ask questions. People just think they got it all covered, like they know what they're doing. Then the moment someone maybe comes to Joe, Yo, slow down, don't do that. It's like, oh, who who are you to tell me that? It's just like pride and ego is just destroying us. So that's why my whole thing with the hundred and everyone, I say, leave your pride and ego at the door. Everyone I'm working with, I don't really give them like rules or anything. I don't believe in that. Even with music, like I don't want to give contracts. I don't believe in all of that. that. To me, that's modern day slavery. The concept of a contract really is to protect yourself in case the person that signed acts a bit out. Like in case, because at the beginning, everyone is great. So at the beginning, no one's really complaining. It's all good. But what happens is when the artist starts getting uncomfortable a bit, that's when you can say to them, ah, you signed this. So like you're stuck with us for two years. That's really what the contract is there for. In case you kind of bug out, just to let you know, you can't go nowhere. Whereas I don't believe in that. I don't believe that should be the case. So all the artists I work with now, I have a conversation with each person, each artist, like a proper conversation and to let them know how it goes. Right now, if I'm saying to you, you're part of the team, I'm giving you the respect to say you're part of the team and trust that 
we can work on things together. Any decision that comes, we can talk about it. There's no contract. There's no, here's this, sign that, sign that. No, what's the situation? Let's talk about it. What makes sense? If you put in this amount, you get this amount out. If you don't put in the work, you don't get nothing. It's as simple as that. And then I see in like the artists I'm working now, they appreciate that. Like they feel like they can just talk about something instead of maybe whatever, like it will just get sorted out. Everything as we speak about it, because it's your product at the end of the day. I believe if you're the artist, you should have the rights to know what you want to do with your work. Like I don't believe in you sign something and this person tells you what type of music to make. This person tells you what you should do. And a lot of the times when people sign to people, like they sign to someone that doesn't even listen to like rap or things like that. So how's that person gonna tell me what type of music to make when he doesn't listen to that type of music so it's scary but all of it now is just like like you were saying just building building ourselves building that little one percent we've got the two percent just building on that and i feel like if we as a one percent two percent help each other we can be self-sufficient enough to the point when the next wave comes they're in a better position than what we started off with absolutely man absolutely and i agree with you there man it's it's about obviously setting up those platforms to ensure that the next person that generational wealth that we pass down in knowledge and stuff it's there and it it can be transferred across and exactly you know i wanted to add on to what you said earlier like you know i think it's you know a lot of pride it also comes down like communication because communication i think is the most underrated tool that's out there that exists you know the ability just to communicate and just make your your feelings and thoughts heard about something you know what i mean so you know some people don't know how to communicate that across like you know let's say they need to ask for help or anything like that like they don't know how to ask. It's one of those where, you know, I can understand maybe the person may be in fear, but you never know until you ask, like, just the ability to just say, yo, chief, can you help me out with this? I'm trying to write, let's say, a letter to a birthday card. Let's say I want to write a birthday card to my mom. What do you think I should say? Obviously, it's your, it's your madre, man. You see, for sure, I love all of that. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's just that little bit, like, obviously, in that example, man, just approaching somebody and just asking, you know, I think I've said this in other podcast episodes as well, and some of my guests have said this, like, the ability just to ask or ask somebody you know even you know it's, it's never really a stupid question if it's important to you and you know you get a lot further by asking that question or saying what you think you know can help improve your circumstances or asking somebody to help you improve your circumstances as well so i definitely encourage our listeners to take on board what you've said and also integrate like what you know how you've looked at things as well so you know that's so you know we'll move on to the next question obviously i, I think this one will you would definitely you now say a lot more of because you're very very familiar with it and you know it, it's come from the journey obviously you've moved from south london all the way up to borough you know so you've studied at the uni and obviously you're also involved with music drawing and all that stuff and obviously like with all those activities right you know you've definitely like faced some challenges along the way and obviously you've overcome those challenges so you know can you tell our listeners you know how you've overcome some of the challenges you faced so far from the beginning if i if i start with music first from the beginning it's funny because when 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 i started music i used to play instruments like when i was young like i used to play trumpets i used to play the brass bit of the keys I used, to, I used to play instruments but at the time i was never really interested in music like that it was just something i i happened to be good at but it was so weird because like when i was in school and stuff like that i used to just weirdly assume that like i wasn't talented that everyone could do it but they choose not to like they choose to do something else because it's not that important because people always say oh music this that so i felt like everyone can do it but they just choose not to so i'm just one of the guys that just choose them. yeah why not let me just do it but i never really saw it as like a talent at the time like when i was playing instruments i just thought everyone can do it and the one thing that i know now is that i never i don't i don't read music i could play by ear like if you put like a um if, you, if there was a piano in front of me and then you put like the sheet music and it might kind of confuse me but 
I could play. Like, if I hear it, I know exactly what I need to play. So even, like, when I was playing the bra, sometimes people didn't even realise that, like, when they was putting the sheet in front of me, I wasn't really reading the sheet. I, I just practised the song to the point where I know exactly what I need to do. But that's kind of, like, it was almost like my advanced laziness. Like, find a way to do this. Make it kind of easier for yourself so that regardless of where you are, you could just play. Then I kind of applied everything. And then when I did music in school, obviously, once again, I was focused on playing instruments and that. But then the rapping, that came along because I've always listened to rap. Like, I've always listened to rap, but I used to be quite stubborn. Like, I used to always say, like, eh, he's rubbish. Like, <laughs> this person, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, that doesn't even make sense. And then I used to just think, and then people would be like, oh, okay, you do it then. And it's like, nah, I can't, though. But if I do figure it out, it's going to get mental. Then I thought, you know what, let me just start trying to freestyle some stuff. And then naturally, I just put words together, like, off the top of my head, just, like, randomly. Because one thing about me, I've always been good at, like, debate, speaking on the spot. So I just used that same idea and just put, like, in bars and always made sure that it just rhymes at a certain point. That's why when I freestyle now, I can think four lines ahead. Like, I know if I say water now, in two lines, I might say shorter. Then I might go over here, say naughty, and then in two lines, say 40. And they say, call me, and they say, machine. And it just, it just goes like that. And then over time, I got more advanced to the point where I don't have to write raps anymore. Like, I could just write it in my head and then just do it. But when I was doing that, when I was doing the rapping, I, I didn't understand, like, recording, recording music and, like, producing, for example. Because one thing, I've always been the type of person, like, I didn't want to have to go to someone and say, like, I need help doing this. Like, that, that was the stubbornness in me before. So... I have to try to figure it out myself. So when I was doing the rapping, once I felt like I had the rapping sorted, when it came to recording it, like if you listen to the older stuff, I never removed it. Like I got old music that's on like SoundCloud and stuff. The recording quality is awful, but the, you can still hear the bars. So one thing I know now is that the bars is always there. So when I was producing and stuff, I didn't understand like how people made beats, like how they was able to make it just crisp and make it proper. Like to me, I would try and kind of just give up like after like a couple of weeks. Like I can't do it. Like, I can't figure out how they just make it sound clean like they make it just proper for me it was always sounding dry flat like it was always missing something so I kind of left the producing alone for a bit and then kind of just stick, stuck with the rapping and tried to work with other people that was like producing and stuff but it was taking long so I came back to producing again and then for some weird reason I had the spark like oh no I get it like you just got to put 100 in because before it was more like I was just trying and not really caring just thinking I can just flop about and make it happen like when I realised it's not like that you can't think like that so once I started getting the producing down packed then my whole thing was um, back then I always used to think that if I make like a decent song I could just blow up and then cool because I felt like my bars I can match up with anyone so what I need is the right person to hear it and I'll go then I realized oh the next bit I need to understand is what are my place in the industry like what do I want to be in the industry and then that's when I realized I don't want to be what like the norm is in the industry where you just try to blow make the song the catchy song try to go off it's like no nah, I don't want to do that I don't want to do that I want to be the artist I kind of said something real where you know when you hear me I might say something legit I might say something proper but occasionally throw you some catchy-ish here and there just to show that I can do it. That's kind of like what the people's champ is there for. Like, just to show I, I can do that. I can go do that. But then really come back to the real stuff. Even with this EP that I dropped, this was kind of like the last in like trying to try out like drill beats and stuff like that. Whereas now the new stuff that's going to start coming now is going to be back to just real stuff, talk about real stuff. And the visuals be like short movies. That's kind of like that direction I'm going in now. But there's so much, through that whole time, like I always had doubt. Like I always doubted myself. I always, in the back of my mind, felt like maybe it don't work. Maybe they don't want to hear the real 
maybe they don't. And then I just started realizing, you know what? If I do that, you'll never please. You can't please everyone. It's impossible. Like if you please everyone, someone in there is faking that they're happy with you. So I just thought, you know what? I don't. I don't care about all of that. Let me just go with my gut. If I go with my gut, I feel like I can knock it out of the park. Because only I can only. I'm, I'm my harshest critic. So if I feel like it works, it works. If someone doesn't like it, you weren't supposed to like it. And if you do love it, thank you. But I just keep moving now. I keep on going with that. And then with that mentality, once I felt the confidence in being able to be like kind of forget what everyone thinks and just go with it that's when all my ideas started coming like this is when I started thinking about films this is when I thought about doing protests this is when everything everything that comes to my mind I just think do it and if it doesn't work try to go do the next thing and then since I kind of started thinking like that for me it's not like it's easy like I don't stress I don't really stress it's just go with it and if it works it works and if it don't you go on to the next one if it was easy everyone would do it so that's just kind of like how I set myself and then yeah through that through the music you, you get different life challenges because for example everyone knows if you're kind of going to university your parents might not want you to do that like music and stuff like that they might want you to go do like law or try to be a doctor or like just the usual trademark things especially like from an African household so for me it was it was a challenge in thinking like if I want to really kind of go do music I did music technology in uni so what I did in uni I kind of set myself up so once I felt like I had the rapping and producing and stuff like that done the one thing I needed to understand was like the engineering side like mixing and all these little intricacies that's very important that can make your sound go the song sound rubbish to amazing just from changing sounds so I had to understand that like how did they do that so I went uni three years did uh, music technology understand the engineering stuff and then once I finished it it was like okay now I'm ready you can't stop me That's kind of like what happened now. You can't stop me because I can go into a studio right now and create 10 whole songs, a whole album, and not need anyone the whole time. Like I can do that, but I choose not to because I don't get satisfaction from that. So my whole thing now is that now that I've learned everything, I want to be a source for other people, whereas normally people would go to other people like to engineer their stuff and they might charge crazy prices, do all of this. I want to be the person that's like, nah, don't go there. You can come to me. I know all of that. And I ain't going to charge, especially our people. Like Our people get rubbed left, right, center. Like, no, forget that. Come over here. We'll do it. And then, yeah, like I could do all of it. Like, we can come to my studio, make it happen, make it happen. And then, yeah, I don't I don't charge for features as well. That's one thing I don't believe in. Like, God gave me a voice. Why am I charging you to use my voice? Like, <laughs> I didn't create my voice. Like, God gave that to me. So features, like, for me, is, even if it gets to a stage where it's so crazy, I could start asking for crazy money. I already know. If I was to charge for features, that would only be to get that money and give it to, like, I don't want no money from features. That's one thing I don't want because it sounds weird, but the rapping side of everything came easy to me. Like doing bars was always kind of, I know that was a natural talent in me. So for me, features, anything, if I wanted my voice or anything, wanted to use my music, yeah, of course. Like, I don't understand the idea of you can't use my music because it's not licensed. Like, don't you want someone to share your music? <laughs> like, it just doesn't make no sense. <laughs> or, or you ask someone like, yo, here's, here's the music, but I have to go to my label to clear it. Like, yo, damn, you can't even share your own music. That's when I realized I can't sign to someone. And even in a stubborn way, when I was coming up, the reason why I kind of started my own label is because I said that at the beginning, I will only sign to someone if the boss of that label, I think he's better than me at rapping. Otherwise, that I don't I don't believe that person could say anything to me like in terms of rapping. Like I'm not going to sign for someone and that person doesn't rap, don't do nothing. Like there doesn't what what are we talking about at this point? <laughs> <laughs> then I, when, I, when I kind of stubbornly just said to myself hold on I think I'm the best rapper though it's like nope I gotta start my own label then <laughs> guess we stuck I can't sign to anyone I don't think there's people better than me 
at rapping. So that's kind of like why I started my label. My whole thing now is build people up, like naturally, without having it to be on some contract thing where I'm taking all their money. Now nah, I'm not about that because to me, from young, I, it sounds mad, but I've never really cared about money. Like I'm not motivated by money because I know people get lost in that. They'll start doing anything for money. I don't believe in that. Like if money was that important, God would have told me do anything you can to get the money. Because I didn't see that. I, I don't believe it, and naturally, it don't feel right. Like I don't feel right having a lot. Of, trying to get a lot of money when someone next to me doesn't have money. That doesn't feel right. So to me, I'd rather, if, as long as I can maybe pay rent, get food, get somewhere from day to day, get a couple clothes, everything else, I'd rather just put in something else, try to build something else, try to build opportunities, try to do this, try to do that. I don't need all of that. All the other cute stuff is, 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 is unnecessary. Even till now, I can say I've never actually spent like on one item something over £150 on myself. Since young, I've just never done it. I don't see the point. Like, I, I don't spend £200 on myself for one eye. It just doesn't add up. Like, what was that expensive that I needed to do that with? That I really needed. That I haven't been in a situation where I needed to do something like that. Especially in terms of like, clothing and shoes and things like that. I've never been that person. I'm more. Of a, I'm just a basic person. Like, anyone that knows me, I'm just a basic person. Like I do things A to B, help the next guy, and then that's it. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I, I agree with you on that because, you know, sometimes it's about keeping it, going back to basics and keeping it simple, man. You know, you, you can't really just go out and, and try and be complex and stuff. Like you, you're keeping it simple. So, you know, that's an exciting journey of, of how, obviously, you've overcome you know, those challenges. And obviously, like, in, and especially on the music side, how you said, obviously, before you, you couldn't really, like, read music and it, you'd listen to the song and obviously practice until you knew what to do. And obviously, now you've learned how to do that. And obviously, you've added on to onto that knowledge by understood by by studying you know music tech, and now you understand the mixing side, the mastering, and you can produce now. Like I like how you said before, you tried producing. Obviously, it wasn't it didn't work out, but obviously, you didn't stop. That's the thing. You you continued, and you're like, no, no, no. I need to go back. I need to keep you know acquiring more knowledge, understand this a lot more, and obviously gain this the skills and techniques of how to master. So now you can master beats as well and now you're producing music as well so you know it, it, it's really really exciting how you've obviously you've, you've taken you know you you've, you've learned obviously you've learned how to rap and then you played instruments and then you learned how to make beats and then now you know how to master all of that so you've got the whole set but the beauty about it is you're not keeping it to yourself you're like no 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 if you want to learn come my door is always open come to me i'll teach you you know i, I like i really like that because obviously like and, and, and if there's anyone listening right now, obviously he's looking to get into music, obviously contact the chief. You know, he is on, he's on Instagram. I'm pretty sure he's mentioned his, his IG before, but I'll say it again for, for, for reference. You know, contact him at the chief lethal of, on, on Instagram, Twitter. Obviously ask him a question. You know, he's, he's there to help out you know, and, and, and understand, you know, where you're coming from. I like how you said, you know, when you mentioned about like, your label not having no contracts, like you're, you're bringing the person in and you want to understand that person, their desires and objectives as well. So you can tailor your approach and your ability to coach them and support them in a way that's unique to them and what their expectations are. So at least, you know, you, they don't feel in that trap where like they they think, oh, I'm contracted. These people are not even listening to what I want to do or what I want to try. You know, there's, but you have actually enabled a bubble or the atmosphere for that where you, where an artist can come to you and say, you know, I want to try something different. You're like, okay, cool. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's find the best way of implementing your idea and building upon that, which is really, really important, bro. And I love that. I love, I love that, man. It's, it's firing me up, man. I, I'm excited to hear when you do get a chance to release the new stuff, you know, we will be waiting, man, waiting to hear what you have, man. And, you know, 
Yeah, there's gonna be a, a trailer for the next video coming. Might even be out today. Might even see in like two hours. I've got a new video coming out, and then after that, just continuing. I've got I've got a plan. There's there's plan for about four new videos coming soon, and then yeah, of course, because Lethal Records now is not just me. I've got other artists, so. I'm about to introduce these other artists. I've kind of flooded the market with myself just as like a little foot in just to show the other artists what happens. Like, to show them that this is not, the, the aim is not to release a video and get 100,000 views. That's not realistic. Like, maybe the first couple of videos, you might be lucky to get 500 views or 1,000 views, but every view to me is important. I want to know who those 1,000 people are. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, who are those? Follow me. Like, what's going on? And then from that build, 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 I'm showing these guys as, as a slow build, as the ground up literally from the ground up no support no nothing and it's just we're doing it all natural talent there's no hype it's just real real information real topics and the, even the video down to the video in-house like the person that's doing the videos is kind of the same people people doing the beats is even me doing the beats or someone else i'm mixing all of the stuff i'm mastering all of it it's just everything's in-house and it's just it's dope like i can see the energy when we kind of getting gearing up to release that and like everyone's feeling it because they know people you're looking at in the room is all the people that was involved in it like it's not like it's just some random person came in did this random person over there did that it's like, we did that. We did this. So that's just the environment I'm trying to show. And hopefully I can get to a stage where there's so many people like, because I believe in this whole no contract thing. For, so for me, it's like someone can come up to me and if we kind of, we share kind of similar views, I believe in what they're saying, I could shake their hand and say, yeah, you can represent legal records. You can release some music. We can get the beats going. We can start going. And you never know, maybe get to a stage where we get like, a hundred real individuals that's just representing legal records because my idea is if you're unhappy, you can leave. <laughs> like, if you're unhappy, if you feel like you want to go your own way, I'm not stopping you do anything. There's no contract. You can walk out tomorrow. Like, you can have gone from today being the most hottest artist on lethal, and tomorrow you can leave. I'm not going to stop you because maybe you generated something for us. If you're not happy, you can go. I don't stop no one doing nothing. It's not on me. I don't control your life. I don't, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to just add to it. So, yeah. Exactly, man. Exactly, and, and and I like how you know you see you you label as well. You know you've got you know you you're just bringing in like people who want obviously to to grow and also understand music a lot more and obviously become become consistent. Obviously, because it's not about clout, you know, it's about being consistent and you know producing you know highly valuable content that you know that listeners can 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 really relate to and and can can listen to for for a long long time. And that's the most important thing. And I like how you said you know. You're giving people the platform, obviously, that you can be here. And if you feel you want to go your own way, you can go your own way. You know, that's, that is really, really good because, obviously, you, you know, you're, you're allowing people to, you know, they've got that freedom to be themselves and they're not, like, uh, constrained or they... Because they, I, I think, you know, when people are constrained, they'll feel a bit, like, limited, you know, they, that limits their progress. But you said, no, you know, we're here, we're here to help each other grow, we'll help each other get better and, you know, we'll build upon that. So... You know, the, the the platform for growth is there and that's where people feel, you know, the best, you know, for, for growing and that's really, really important, man. And I, I, I like I like how you've done that and that, that's that's really brilliant, man. That's really brilliant. So so you know, we'll move on to the, obviously the, the next question, man. And what what do you think? And obviously it's it's about overcoming and like uh it's it's similar to the previous question, but you know, what do you think is the most valuable thing about going through like a failure and then bouncing back? Me, I don't look at nothing as failures. I, I don't. I don't look at nothing as failures. As, as lessons, you learn from it. Like the only time as a failure is when you take that lesson, you mess up, and you decide to stop. That's when you is the failure. If you learn from that, anyone that's currently succeeding or something, they will tell you there's a time where they failed. But did they really fail if they're telling you that they've succeeded now? So it's not really a failure. It was just a moment in time where something happened, kind of went left. But you get back on track, move right. 
put yourself on your own pedestal. Like you, you, people need to gas themselves up. No one's there to gas you up more than yourself. So you have to be first. You have to believe you want to succeed, and you go for it. And if you put a hundred in, I'd believe if you put a hundred in trying to succeed. There's no way it doesn't work, or at least something works from it. Like something has to come from it. Otherwise, then you're just doing the wrong thing. And at a certain point, you would know that. Switch over and just go with what feels right. And then from then, you succeed in the way you want to. And then have realistic goals as well like realistic goals at certain points don't just think one day you're going to wake up and be the greatest thing ever in the field you got to work towards that look at those that's great in the field that you're trying to get in and look at their story and see does that does that even match to maybe something you're doing can you relate to it or create your own path maybe you're doing something that no one's done before so you if you're doing something no one's done before you're probably going to make more mistakes than anyone because you can't really learn from anyone like you kind of learn it from yourself so those type of people that i even respect them more because that's tough but that's kind of like what I'm trying to do. I'm really, really the movement I'm doing, I haven't really seen it be done before. So I know a lot of mistakes are going to come from that. I'm going to learn a lot. And through that, as long as I stay pure and positive, I know that I'm doing the right thing. So, yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, I, I like how you said, you know, it's, 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 it's also down to the, the, the perception of what's happening because, you know, as, as a failure happens, you know, we're not looking at it as, as a negative thing. You know, it's just one of those things where it's an opportunity for us to learn. And, you know, it's, it's, it's what you take from that and obviously you, you're open to like you know mistakes and things not going your way but you're looking to obviously like learn from that and use that to bounce back and obviously push on and, and move forward and get better which is the most important thing in it like with with the journey on the road to success as well because you're taking the time to you know understand and experiment but also giving opening yourself up to you know make those mistakes learn from them and obviously know what works and what doesn't as well so that's really really important so you know, we'll move on to the next question i'm pretty sure this one obviously it'll excite you a little bit because you know you've, you've mentioned of, of where you've come from with the music but obviously this question is more or less on like where, where you're now going with music and with other things so you know can you tell our listeners you know what excites you about the future going forward what excites me is, 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 is the movement, the 100 movement, because right now cause I see the potential for something to be done that I've never seen before. So through through the 100, you're going to see... It's, it's, it's like it's not just music anymore. Like Music is just kind of the introduction to, to a whole... a whole like, I would say like a whole catastrophe, an explosion, an eruption, because you're about to see media be taken through a whole storm. The film the film industry, the, the, the TV industry, going into just many things, clothing, beauty, everything is just being covered. So really people about to see something that I, I'm telling you, it hasn't been done. It just hasn't been done. So... You'll see it for yourself, like in due time, it's just, it's gonna look like it's gonna look like you keep seeing me there, but it's the movement. The movement is, is stronger than just me, it's the whole team. So that's kind of what I'm excited about now. What's coming next? A couple of new music is coming as well. The music always gonna excite me, but for me I look at the big picture as well. So everything else bar the music is what excites me more. Like I can't wait to introduce the other stuff that's not music. So that's kind of what I'm with now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that that's really, really exciting, bro. And obviously, like, you know, you've highlighted the movement and obviously the movement has got a lot of things in there brand clothing brand you know beauty products you know, music and also the, the the process of learning as well so you know it's, it's really exciting and I'm, I'm also looking forward to seeing you know how you get on as well and obviously the growth of you know everything man and obviously like you know it's, it's, it's just that you know consistent bit like you know we, we keeping we keep pushing and we keep doing our best you know and that's what's going to get that's what's going to get us there in the end as well so 
you know, you, you're gonna see it. Trust me, trust me. When when you see it, like, it's, it's, I like that I'm doing, especially this podcast before it's done, because I don't want people to say I was crazy because I said it. I said it now. What you're about to see is next level. And now that you're gonna be able to go back and see that I said it before it was done. You know, a lot of people once something, something gets done, it's like they just assume that yeah, like they did that, like they, they knew that was gonna happen. When they really didn't, they just kind of got lucky. Whereas this, this is really planned. This is strategic. You're gonna see bit by bit certain things get introduced and. Every time it's just going to be like, oh, these guys are here again. They're doing this as well. Then there's going to be another person that comes from the left angle. It's like, oh, this person's part of the movement. This person's part of the movement. And you'll see it. It's just like, I feel like it's going to create like a ripple effect where other people are going to start trying to emulate the movement, where they're going to come with their own type of thing. And that's kind of what I want to happen. I want people to start things from the ground up themselves and stop going like, stop taking your talents to other people to exploit you for it. Build it yourself. Build it with your people. Everyone's got a friend or something, right? So like build with your friend, even if your friend doesn't do anything you do how about you take what you do and then you take what your friend does and you just do it together and help each other like it's possible like there's nothing in this world where like if you know it i just can't know it like it's just, there's no way i'd understand that you can explain it you can explain this is what you're doing maybe i ain't got the talents to do it but i might have an idea that might help you do what you're doing and it's, it's all about that sharing your ideas with the people that you say are your friends people that you say are your family so why don't we build with people that we say we're close with instead of just going outside and building with someone just because they had a bit of money Exactly, man. Exactly, and and there's there's the beauty in the process, and you and you know like how you you started off like raw and from the beginning, you know, from the ground up, you know, you really see the growth, and that is a hope to inspire other people. Yeah, like and to do their own thing because at, at the end of the day, man, like you know, there's a lot of space at the top, and we're all supposed to win, and it's it's not a competition, man. We're all running our own race, so you know, it's I know that you know a lot of people are gonna find inspiration for what you're doing, and hopefully as well from from. From, from what comes after that as well so you know really really exciting times ahead bro exactly i hope so i hope so i can see it i can see it like you know sometimes when you, you get that feeling you get that itch like, i've got it like i've got that itch like i know once things kind of start going to put being put together it's really going to work out like it really it's just one of those things it can't not work because the talent is there i can see it like this is not just me scrounging around getting a couple of people that are all right at doing what they're doing. Like these are people that are confident in what they do, and they add something to what they do, and they add something to what I'm doing. I can add something to what they're doing, and it all just helps each other. And naturally, life, I've, I'm in the place where timing has been like so crazy because things kind of been put together in its own in its own way without it being forced. And it all just adds up. Like if you just look at it from just the perspective of we trying to better each other, everything adds up. Everything adds up. All the little pieces matter. Absolutely, man. And I think, you know, it's what you said at the beginning as well. You know, it's it's, it's a simple and it's a mastering the small things because, you know, the small things are what actually build the big, bigger picture. So working on the small bits, mastering the menial tasks that people tend to overlook, you know, mastering those actually builds the bigger movement as well. And that's really, really important. And it's what you're going to use actually, you know, going forward and on my part as well, you like, I, I think for me is, you know, learning how to edit podcast episodes has been something that, you know, I'm, I'm continuously learning as well. And I'm finding new ways of working on it, but you know, I'm, I'm happy doing it. You know, I, I'm not this type of like person who would just say, I'll, I'll record and then I'll leave the editing to somebody else. And I want to be embraced the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to be there. It's even interesting because even one of the things we're going to start under the movement is like we got our, our podcast that we're going to do as well. It'd be even nice to even bring you on it, same way I've come on yours. Bring you on and we could talk about your journey properly and we could talk about like everything you've been through as well. That'd be dope.
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm happy to 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 jump on and help you guys out, and even in the setup as well, man. Like you know, if this website, you know, the website we we're using, it's called Zencaster, man. You know, you can look it up. You guys can use that to record, and obviously, me and you are recording two different places right now. So you know, anyone else, even somebody, because I've recorded with people in in uh, in China and in Canada. So you know, it's, it's opened up like the ability just to record with anyone anywhere, man. You now have the opportunity to do that. So and then I upload my episodes to a website called Red Circle. So if you want to look at that, you know, you guys can essentially just create an account, create the podcast, give cover art and all that stuff. And then once you set that up, right, the distribution channels, you distribute it to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever, man. And even if somebody were to Google the podcast, your podcast, it'll come up on, on Google search as well. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. A- any other questions on the podcast inside, let me know, man. Happy to help out, bro. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question, bro. And obviously, like, you know, it, this one's all more or less, like, related to how you implement the grind. But, you know, what would you say helps you stay focused and productive, you know, when, you, when you're getting things done? Me, the focus comes from, um, I kind of set myself up to always kind of make sure I'm on point because there's certain things that I, I do, like I break habits. So right now, like there's a habit I've kind of broken down. I'm happy about it. Like it's just, I never really thought, if, if I said this a year ago, it would have been crazy. Like in my room, I don't listen to music. I don't watch videos. I don't do none of that like in my room because in my room, I allow that time to be like focus. Think, think about what you're going to do tomorrow. Think about what you did today. Think about ideas. You get write stuff down, read. So all of that now is just that I know that if I if I come out of my room, yeah, I could do the music stuff. I know that if I go to inside my room, I'm not even doing any of that. Like I don't listen to no music, no no distraction. I'm just zoned in. And then that's what helps me a lot now where I can kind of come out the next day and just be like, yeah, yesterday I did that. Last night I did this. And then really plan the next day and dedicate timing. Like really think about timing. Don't get distracted. Don't go somewhere where... You feel like that might waste five, six hours. I'm not into any of that no more. Like before where people might go to like little moves and stuff like that. It's not in me no more. It's just, I don't know what way it is. It's just left me like, I, don't, I just don't care for it. So anything that I see as like a major distraction, I stay away from. So I just make sure I give myself a good amount of time every day just to do something, just to do something. And then also give myself time to rest because that's important. Give yourself a day or two sometimes just to do nothing. Maybe just sit around, do what you people like doing all the time where you might sit around, watch TV all day. Give yourself them days because it does help because you, at least you know whilst you're watching the TV, yeah, I really did grind that last week. I, I deserve this. I deserve this day just to chill out, do what i got to do, and then tomorrow come back sharper, come back sharp tomorrow, fresh, fresh ideas. So it's just, it's just finding that balance. I always see people sometimes they'll say they grind all day, they wake up early, grind. These type of these type of things, I can see the pattern where it turns people crazy because they don't know how to not work. Like they don't know how to turn off. They don't know how to just chill. Like they're just so used to just being on, 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 on. So the moment comes when now they're kind of forced to chill, they've lost their mind. And you're seeing a lot of this whole lockdown thing. Right now, you've probably seen a lot more people kind of lose their mind than ever before because they're so used to being on, on, being outside, doing something, doing something, doing something. They've been told to relax. And being told to relax have caused them to lose their mind. Now, think about how crazy that is. Like, the idea of you have to relax and do nothing makes you go nuts. It makes you, like, go crazy. And it's, 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 it's amazing to me that the, the world kind of works like that. Whereas me, during lockdown, I was still the same person because by then, at least at that time, I, had, I hadn't really been the type of person that depended on going outside to do certain things. I could do things indoor and go from A to B. And I really, I was really the same person during the lockdown. I never really changed. I was the same person. I, I did the same things I liked doing when I wasn't on lockdown. 
yeah, just that, that's that's what helps me get my focus. I don't allow myself to get distracted by things that's not important. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. And and I like how you said of the you use that as an opportunity to obviously you, you distance yourself when you are being productive. You distance yourself from things that are potentially distracting. And it's important, like you highlighted the key message there that as people are putting in work, you know, it's important for people to also give themselves a rest and reward themselves as well for the hard work they put in. I think a lot of the time, it also links back to what you said earlier that, you know, our biggest critic is ourselves. So understanding that, you know, the amount of effort we put in, obviously it's, 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 it's not going to be like uh, curated by somebody else because obviously we're our, our best judge. So if you put in enough effort for something, you know, you give yourself a break and, you know, when, when you're re- relaxed and rejuvenated and re-energized, you obviously you can come back and continue, you know. And then you could do your best next work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. And it, it, it's, it's amazing how, you know, some people, you know, like you said, you know, it, when they're asked to just chill and do nothing, then they, you know, they go into a frenzy. So it, it's one of those where I think, it's, you know, they've, they've really put workers at, at, at the top of their like agenda and obviously there's nothing wrong with that but you know also incorporating the ability to, to give yourself a break and not to be not to be too hard or too harsh on yourself as well because obviously like these things take time and I think you know this is what another guest of mine Andrew highlighted in, in, in his episode you know he said like the way obviously the world is now and obviously with technology and how things are with the efficiency of Amazon deliveries and stuff like that. I think we've also kind of embedded a small understanding into our heads that everything needs to be, we should be able to get things done quite quickly and things shouldn't shouldn't take that long of time. But in truth, you know, we have to give ourselves time. Things do take time, you know, like you being able to produce an album, a mixtape, an EP, anything, right? It takes time, it takes effort, you know, it, and it takes time, obviously, the mastering and the producing and all that stuff. It all takes time. Like, you can't just, I think, you know, it, it can't just happen five seconds later, like, boom. You know, the chief has got a 25-song album ready. You know, it, it takes time. So it, it's important for listeners as well to, you know, give themselves a break, take the time with whatever you're working on and build from that. I always say, um, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Like, especially when people kind of, like, have a dream to do something and then... Because one pattern I've always realized is when I ask people, like, what do they want to be when they're older? They'll say one thing, and then I already know just from the way they said it, like, this is not their real dream. This is, like, their plan B that they feel is more realistic because they feel like their real dream, they can't get it because it will require crazy hard work. And I already know just from their tone that's exactly what happened. And I'll say to them, one my, like, one of my favorite lines is, like, if a genie walked in the room and he can grant you your dream job your tomorrow, your dream, the one thing you really want to do, what would that be? And then they'll say something completely different to what they just said the first time. Then I'll say, why don't you want to work towards that? Well, either like someone's kind of told them that it's either they've been influenced by someone else to believe that that's not realistic or they just feel themselves that like it will take a lot to get there. And I'll say to them, like, look at anyone that's in the field of doing that. Like, you think they just got there tomorrow. And if they did, I promise you, they won't be here a long time. Like, the people that work hard and really grind out for it and know what's going on, those are the people that stay around. Of course, some people get lucky. They might hit a lick. Maybe they do something overnight success. I promise you, those type of people there, unless they work hard when they get it, they, they fall off. Look at the pattern. That's why even in music, you get a lot of one-hit wonders. You've got a lot of guys that come today and they're gone tomorrow because they, they got lucky. They didn't really grind for it. They, just, they hit a lick. They just happened to catch one. And that does happen. I say to people, that happens. You just catch a lick. Maybe one song just goes off. It goes viral. But if that's the type of artist you want to be, then you're not going to be important in five years. 
You're gonna be you're gonna be the guy that yo, you remember back in twenty twenty when they had that banger? That you're just gonna be that artist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it the Gangnam Style one? Yeah, stuff like that. Even like um, what's the, what's the, I remember back in the days when they had like everybody in the club getting tipsy, chingy, all these type of songs. Like every time, and I see it happen in music even till today. Like where it sounds crazy, but I can hear a style of music and kind of guess the type of artist that is like, are we really going to hear from this artist in two, three years? I feel like this is going to be their year right now and they're not really going to hear from them again. Like, it sounds crazy, but I've, I've managed to predict some of these stuff like now, just listening to music, being able to hear like the style that that person is doing. It's going to be amazing this year. Like, it's going to be number one this year, but it's going to be like number five next year. Then it's going to be like number 74 the next year. And we're not going to hear from them again unless they come back round and change up their whole style. That's the only way they get to come back round. But if they keep that style, they're not going nowhere. They're going to have to change their whole character to make it again. And it's scary. Like, you see certain people in year one, they move a certain way. But by year four, it's like they're a whole different character. Like, how is it in them three years, you just become a whole different person? <laughs> it's amazing, bro. It's, it's amazing how everything's kind of like where it is. And, and, and I think it, like what you said, you know, the importance of it building a solid foundation for yourself and adding to it and not just leaving it at that one layer, but adding to it and being able to do multiple or uh, like loads of things as well so it, it's really really important for you to obviously to open yourself up to those possibilities and not just stick to one and think that's going to be okay and it's a bit naive but you know you're, you're, you're anticipating that okay i want to change up my style you know want to introduce something different want to stand out all the time like that's that's what you're working towards so that's really really important man so you know we'll move on to the next question obviously this one is a, is a bit of a, a, a self-reflection question and i think you love this question really really well man but w- what would you say are your strongest qualities right and from the qualities you have which ones would you love to teach anyone who'd be interested in learning from you i was saying uh, naturally i'm a confident person a really fast learner. I'm always ready to learn. I always seek knowledge from someone that knows more about something than I do. In a stubborn way, kind of so that if he was to get in the argument, they couldn't catch me out. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's really like what ends up happening. Like someone knows something. It's like, hold on, why does he know that and I don't? <laughs> then I want to know why he knows that and then kind of know more. That's just kind of what, what motivates me to always just seek knowledge. Just know more, know more. Because you can never know everything, but I can always know more. So that's just my whole thing. The plan is not to know everything. It's just to always know more than what I knew yesterday. So yeah, I would say that. I'm a good connector. I'm good at putting people together. I'm a good conversationalist. All, all of it comes from just me always just staying true to who I am. Like, I don't talk to people and kind of put a front like I'm someone else. Like, you're either going to take me for me or you're not. So it's just, it's just with that, it's, that's just the confidence I have in myself that I can be me and go into certain rooms and be okay, talk with a certain tone and get my point across in a way that needs to be put across. Even being in the rooms, if we're joking around, joke harder than the person that's joking there. In terms of everything and, and anything I do, the aim is to be the best at doing it in anything I do. And if, me, if I believe I got to the best, then my whole point is to show how, the, how to be the best. If I believe, I, I don't believe I'm actually the best at anything yet. Like that's, that's the one thing. I don't believe I'm the best at anything yet, but I want to be the best at everything. So I don't, but I won't get complacent. Even if someone was to tell me, "Oh, I think you're the best," I won't believe that because the moment I start thinking I'm the best, I'm the best, I might get complacent. My whole thing is, "Nah, this guy over here, he might know some more about that than I do. Let me go over there real quick, see what's going on, and just keep keep trying to know what's going on, and then show the next person who don't know, yo, I found this out over here. Learn that, learn that, 
my whole thing is now I'm 22 now. So things I'm learning at 22, I'm trying to tell people that's like 19, 20. So they kind of got a two-year advantage on me. They get to know the stuff at 19, 20 that I didn't know at 19, 20. Hopefully they can get that to the guy that's 17, 16. And it's, once again, it's like a ripple effect where in 10 years' time, now the amount of people that's 22 just knowing things is going to be different to what we knew at 22. So that that's 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 big with me. And that's the one thing I always say to people, man. Stay true to yourself because... A lot of people create an image of themselves and representation of what they feel the society needs them to be. And it was one of those, like, says who? Who said you're supposed to be like that? If you can prove that every time you became that type of person, you saw 100% success and you was 100% happy, tomorrow I'll start faking it. <laughs> like, I mean, like, if that was the case, tomorrow I'll be the, 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 the greatest fake in the world. Like, but I see the pattern. Once you start doing that, I can see in their eyes. I can see the unhappiness. I can see that they're not certain with themselves. I can see all of that. So me, I just try to implement in people. Just stay true to yourself. Be confident with yourself because don't allow someone to be more confident about you than you are. Don't allow people to talk for you because they might say something in the way you aren't supposed to say and now they, they've created this whole image of you that you didn't create for yourself. Be in control of your own destiny. Don't pull it in someone else's hands. But at the same time, know that there's that you can't do things alone. That's one thing. That's one thing I always learned. Don't be the stubborn person that feels like you've got to do everything on your own because you can't naturally do everything. Whilst you doing one thing, you could have had a friend of yours helping out something else and then by the time you bring it back to the table, you you know way more. Like you, you can focus on one thing, have this person focus on that. Build as a team. Build. That's my whole thing now. Build as a team. That's why I even like, I don't believe in I, I, I. That's why when you see my name, like on the, the way on the logo, all the letters is capital except I because I is the most irrelevant letter to me. I is in everything, but it's irrelevant to me because you need a team. You need everyone around you. Exactly. You need, you, obviously you're building onto that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those where, like you said, like you, you're great, you're great people connecting us. You've got people to, to come together as well. Obviously, then that, and, and you know, you've got evidence of that. And obviously you want to continue doing that, but also give other people the, the skills to do that. And also, like you said, man, like, you know, it's, it's about people staying true to themselves and obviously like being, portraying themselves how they want to be seen, not what's like the society is conditioning people to want to see. So, you know, just being themselves. And that's the really, really that's the most important thing, you know, in terms of as you get things done and all that. You know, on that, when you said, you know, you're, you're looking to learn and also keep learning, and no more. Is there anything new you're looking to learn going forward? Right now, right now, I'm kind of, I would say this last week or two, I, I kind of took like a pause with new things because like I was saying before, like I was more focused on like my, my, my faith, just kind of understanding Islam as a faith. That's one of the, that's one of the main focuses right now. But except for that, it's literally the focus is building with the team. So whilst building, because I'm building with the team and there's a lot of things that people are bringing to the table that I'm not like, I don't 100% know about. Just so I'll, I'll be learning from them whilst they're doing it. So that, that that's, that's kind of like what I'm learning now. That's the new things I'm learning. All of the stuff that other people are bringing to the table all the other things people are bringing to the table and then learning through that what they're trying to do and then help them with that so that's my focus is right now and then yeah going forward I, I don't know I don't know where the future takes me I don't know where the future takes me absolutely man and obviously wishing you all the best with that and obviously take your time you know like you said, you know, going back to what you said at the beginning, obviously you take your time and you want to understand everything. And I know you're going to do that exceptionally well. And, you know, wishing you all the best, you know, obviously as you understand, you know, your faith a lot more and with other things that, that will come into the picture as well. So we're looking forward to, to seeing, you know, the best version of you as and 
you obviously you continuously develop and get better and better and better so you know so on that note bro you know in closing you know what inspiring words would you like to tell our listeners you know who've listened to your episode today who are looking to improve themselves don't believe everything you you, you read or hear go to the source of any information that's been told to you because what what happens is People will take something, even if as, as minuscule as like between two friends, one person might say, yo, did you hear this person say this? Da, 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 da. Don't believe it. If you really want to understand what's going on, go to the source. And that's with anything in life. If you want to understand anything in life, go to the source of the information. Say, for example, you wanted to learn about how VRs were. Go search who created it. Search what their intentions were with it and even see if that's even what's happening today. Sometimes you might even... You might be confused with what's going on in today's society. And a lot of things cause confusion. So the best thing you can do is go to the source of anything that's confusing you and just hope that you might find what you're looking for. And if not, ask. Ask, seek help. Because someone might know more than what you know. And then through that, you know more. Naturally, you'll learn more like that. So that that, that would be my main thing, I will say. Just seek knowledge and, and don't believe everything you hear and read. Read between the lines as well. Sometimes they're telling you something, but they really mean something else. And really understand that. Don't get, don't just get tricked, because they think we're getting tricked. So don't just, don't just fall for it. Like if I control the media, if I control the news, if if my cousin did something really bad, do you think I'd put it on the news? <laughs> like I'd make something else happen so that we don't focus on my cousin doing something bad or my friend doing something bad. And I promise you that's what's happening in society. There's friends clicking up and there's certain things that they're not going to put in the news because the person running it, they're friends with the people. They have power. So do your own research. See what's going on out there and apply that to your own lives as well. Don't just do something because someone else told you to do it. Believe in it because if you believe in it, you put 100%. If you don't, you couldn't put 100%. It would be impossible to put 100% in something you don't believe in. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. And, you know, you know, thank you for sharing, you know, those wise words as well, man. It's very, very true. And I, I think, you know, that, that example you shared at the end as well, like, you know, the, the story of, like, if your cousin, like, was to do a, a madness, like, and you work for a newspaper or media outlet, that, it's very, very true that, you know, th- there will be things, and you wouldn't you would bring that to light, and you bring something else to light. Obviously, it's, it's not about believing everything that's out there, you know, and because I think as well, like, sometimes you just scroll through social media and you just think oh no not all of this again man sometimes you just got to take a step back and detox because you know sometimes it's scary it's it's very because even as denzel said that if if you don't watch the news you're uninformed if you watch it you're misinformed and it's very true if you just decide to turn a blind eye to you don't know nothing about nothing if you choose to just take what you see now you're misinformed because you never took the time to really know what's going on so take what you see and if you really feel like trust your gut like really trust your gut like sometimes you work something and really feel like eh, i don't know go with that go search see what's going on see if stories add up and if it don't i, I don't know if, if you feel like you could do something about it help out and if not you just know yourself okay just don't follow that and just kind of stay true follow what's true to you what's true to your people and don't get lost like a lot of people get lost in what's going on in the world don't get lost because that's what they want that's what i would want if i was the big evil controller i hope you got everyone gets lost and i know that's what they're doing because all you have to do is put yourself in their shoes and you understand that what they're doing is just is like a big game. So realize that. Stay true to yourself. One thing is important, I should have said, realize who the people are that, staying, that, that are promoting the real. 
realize the people that promote on the real and attach yourself to that because we spend a lot of our time attaching ourselves to people that represent fake things like they we, we, we follow people on instagram because they they have a lot of cars like the instagram social media has confused a lot of us like I can have a friend on Instagram. I don't know what they do in life. Like this could just be someone I was friends with in school. I can unfollow them on my Instagram and that person feels like I've just like cancelled the friendship or something. Whereas really and truly I don't follow what you do in life. Like I just know you. Like if if don't let social media control who you are on the outside. You don't have to follow every single person that followed you. It's not a game. Like life is not is not a game like that. Like if you really follow what someone is doing, follow them and really support what they're doing. And if not, unfollow them. You're not if you're not following them for supporting what they're doing what are you doing you're just there looking so now you're just like a, a great looker or something i don't believe in that so don't get confused i know what a friend is a friend is someone that wants the best for you don't get confused by people that try to invite you to do a lot of crazy things because they're your bro they're your bro that's not a real friend a real friend wants the best for you exactly exactly man and it's, it's you know it's, it's staying true to ourselves and, and being aware of those things but also you know developing the ability to to understand and be aware of those things you know and, and really like stick with the people who want the the best for you and want you know the best growth and you know trajectory as well so you know that's really really important and thank you for sharing all of that with today bro you know so well that's all for today's episode of the potent podcast i'd like to thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show i'd like to thank my super guest again, the chief for joining. Thanks for joining, bro. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. And it, I'm, I'm glad I got you on as well. You know, it's, it's great to see what you're doing and, and where you're going. So I, I had to I had to ask you to feature. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate the opportunity just to share some. Even stuff I've, I'm, I'm saying, some of these stuff is only things I've said like to people in my circle, like just in conversations. It's good to finally actually say some of these stuff and something recorded that can go out to the public so people can take what they can from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure the listeners who've listened to your episode today do take that on board and, and use it going forward. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube. Please leave a like, a review, and a comment. It will help the algorithm make my podcast accessible, more accessible to current listeners and future listeners. Thank you all for listening in. Till next time, be well and take care. And support the real. <laughs> Let me not talk too much, oi, 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 oi, hit the track like it's Johan Blake, Dragon Ball like it's Gohan's mate, hit them notes like it's Joe the Say, out the blue like it's Avatar, getting locked up in lethal bars, act to see won't play your part, too fast, slow it down for stupid guys, keep it slow and super fly, speed it up and deep the rhyme, why? Money calls one food, celibate. Bring the girl and one beat, celibate. Teach the young ones the game, veteran, settling. You want them peas, but you want to play. Five star trouble like GTA. Five star tell when I smoke from Trust me, I mean it. From young, I'm in serving them shots. I feel like Serena, I'm nothing like Venus. I lost Renny G, I feel it. Music by The Chief.